The Old Premeds Podcast, session number 158. Your non-traditional student entering the medical field on your terms. You may have had some hiccups along the way, but now you're ready to change course and go back and serve others as a physician. This podcast is here to help answer your questions and help educate you on your non-traditional journey to becoming a physician. Welcome to the Old Pre-Meds Podcast. My name is Dr. Ryan Gray, your host here every week where I take questions directly from the non-traditional pre-med form over at premedforms.com. If you are new to the old pre-meds community, new to the old pre-meds podcast, new to podcasting in general, I highly encourage you to go to mededmedia.com. That's M-E-D-E-D media.com where you can see all of the podcasts that we offer here at the MedEd Media Podcasting Network. We have the Pre-Med Years, Old Pre-Meds Podcast, which is what you're listening to. We have the MCAT Podcast, the MCAT Cars Podcast, Specialty Stories, and coming soon as I'm recording this uh, is Board Rounds for first and second year medical students. So check them out. Oh, we also have Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. So many podcasts, so many more coming. Check them all out at mededmedia.com. Today we have a great post from someone up in Canada, our friends from the north, and she's wondering, she says, I'm writing from Canada, so I'm not sure how this question relates to those from the States, but I'm a Metis woman. I had to look that up. What is Metis? And it uh, looks like Metis is very similar to our Native American um, uh, population here in the U.S. So she says, I'm a, a Metis woman and am planning to apply to medicine this year. I'm a non-traditional applicant uh, as I have a bachelor's of psychiatric nursing which in of itself adds some complexity to my application, both positive and negative. In Canada, there are affirmative action policies in place in many universities to address the under-representation of Indigenous doctors. Personally, I'm very glad this is in place as I see this great need for Indigenous representation in medicine. I haven't seen any forums on this topic. Is this the case, the same case in the States? I'm hoping to gain some perspective on applying as an Indigenous applicant. Any other indigenous applicants on this form? Any knowledge that can be gleaned from Dr. Gray? Many thanks for your time. All right, so the question, right? Affirmative action and medical school. Now, as we're recording this, it's December 2018. Affirmative action is in the news, especially in the States because of Harvard and their um, kind of policies, it seems, towards uh, Asian applicants to Harvard. And so... Affirmative action seems to be coming up and down and all around in legal channels. And there was a big case, it was 2017, I think there was a case where affirmative action, I believe, was kind of challenged a little bit and it was upheld. And so, yes, does does affirmative action happen in the U.S.? Yes, it does, uh, which is a good thing. As, as you're saying, there is upper uh, under-representation of minorities in medicine. And so we need some laws, unfortunately, because the majority of people running things are old white men. And so we need some laws to say, hey, old white guys, um, you need to start uh, accepting students that represent the U.S. as a whole. And that means more uh, Latino, Latina applicants, more uh, black students, 
more uh, students from from everywhere, from from every walk of life. We need those students in medicine because we have a population that looks like that. And so we need physicians that look like what our population looks like. And I know where I do some teaching at the University of Colorado, they were very excited this year. Um, Their numbers are showing a lot of diversity amongst the LGBT community uh, with African Americans. And so they're, they're really trying to bring diversity into their class. And it's not only just to have a badge of honor, but it helps the class. Having that sort of diversity in your class, the diverse backgrounds, the diverse thinking, and what that brings to the class helps the class and helps the educational environment of everybody. And so if you are underrepresented in medicine, if you are a minority, either in Canada, where it looks like there are affirmative action policies in place, which is awesome, uh, specifically, this poster is saying to indigenous doctors, um, but hopefully there's affirmative action policies in place for other underrepresented minorities. Uh, if you're in the U.S., we have affirmative action policies. There was, I think it was Mississippi. Uh, there was a medical school in Mississippi. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's where it was. They actually got in trouble recently, I think 2017 again. Uh, because of a lack of diversity, they their uh, classes that they were accepting were lacking diversity, and they they kind of got a slap on the wrist because of that. So their schools are really trying out there. At, at the core of everything, though, are humans, and humans have their own biases, and that comes into play with admissions. And so we try to constantly get better with that, and recognize our biases, and try to overcome that. And we need these policies in place to to kind of force some people into that sort of thinking, even if they don't like it. Unfortunately, or unfortunately, the, that they don't like it. Um, it's it's not good that they don't like it. But yeah, you understand what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, so that is uh, those are my thoughts on affirmative action in medicine. They they exist. We are trying to get more and more diverse as a as a community of medical schools accepting students, we are, are constantly trying to raise that bar to get our classes looking like what our population looks like. And it was just in the news that for the first time ever, uh, I think it was the first time ever, applicants and matriculants, women applicants and matriculants outnumbered male applicants and matriculants for the first time ever, both applicants and matriculants, which was amazing. So we're starting to get that um, balance with male and female. Now we need to continue to work on getting balance with uh, different ethnicities and races and all of that fun stuff, including socioeconomic as well. That's another uh, big one that'll be a challenge in the future. So Hopefully that was helpful for you. If you have a question that you want answered here on the podcast, go to premedforms.com, click on non-traditional premed form, register for an account if you don't already have one, and join an amazing community of students helping each other, collaborating, not competing. Have a great week. We'll see you next time. 